Welcome to another episode of the Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. Energetic Weight Loss. We were talking about weight loss in your 5D energetic body, right? We live in a world that is so focused on the 3D and losing weight in our 3D body or maintaining weight in our 3D body. And when we shift our focus from the 3D to our 5D energetic world, and we focus on losing our subconscious attachment to the pain and the trauma and the drama, the lack of the past, we allow ourselves to disconnect from our ego and connect to our soul and use the law of attraction, use the law of assumption and magnetize what we truly desire into our lives. Today, I'm joined by Carolyn Smith McLean, and we're going to talk about how not to internalize things and how to use the law of assumption to understand that everything is you pushed out and that your outer world is truly a mirror to what's going on inside of you. And it is all truly just a gift to grow and evolve and use every day as an opportunity that's happening within for us to grow into what we desire to be. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So please take a second and, and share with the listeners how you got into this work, a little about yourself. Yeah. Okay. So um, going back about 12 years ago, I actually had a full-blown mental breakdown. I had two young children. My youngest was two at the time. Um, and I actually asked my mum to put me in a mental home. I felt like I couldn't cope anymore. I was just on the floor crying all the time. I didn't want to do anything. I used to... Um, think that terrible things were going to happen and I was just in a very very dark place sure. um, and I tried various different types of therapy and it was actually hypnotherapy that really really helped me because it just awoke something within me and after that I decided that I was going to retrain as a hypnotherapist and a coach so I went on that journey and then around four years ago I'd broken up with the father of my boys and I'd got into a really lovely relationship. For the first time ever, I felt as though I was treated really well. Um, it was, you know, something that I very much wanted. And yet my brain was constantly telling me, he's gonna leave me, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, all of these things that were going on in my head. And about six months later, one day he rang me and he was like, I can't even tell you why, I love you, but I just can't be with you. <laughs> Um, and almost the second he said it, I was like, I created this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That mind blowing moment of, you know, even some of the things he said to me were literally like my inner thoughts, word for word that he repeated back to me. Um, so then that was kind of the next step of my spiritual awakening, if you'd like. It was the time when I I had heard of Neville Goddard um, before that, but I'd never really got into his teachings. Um, and it was just something that really resonated, really made sense of me at that time. And so I just started this journey of inner development. And um, I know you're very familiar with Neville's work, which is you know, like you say, everyone is yourself pushed out, but also no one to change but self. So I just went on this journey of doing self-concept work and just really focusing on me and being the, the best version of me, the version of me that was loved, wanted, adored, you know, all of these things that we'd want. And he was actually magnetized back to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
twin flame style. Yeah, I mean, we're not together now through my choice um, because actually on that journey, I'd outgrown it, you know, our relationship. Um, but still, like, I've got so much love and appreciation for him because he was truly my mirror. And, you know, I was able to see exactly what was going on within me through him. That's so cool. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I love how you're talking about where you were. I mean, I'm a woman in recovery from many things, codependency in relationships, addiction. Yeah. I was an alcoholic, um, anxiety. I had an eating disorder for a long, long time. And before I went to rehab, I went to rehab, uh, two years and almost two months ago, I wanted to die. I, I had never attempted to take my, my life or anything, but like, I just like had no hope. I was like, I, I can't live like this. I don't know what to do. I was in a very abusive relationship at the time. Um, I didn't have any hope to get out of it, to stop drinking. And the life I live today is a miracle. It is a miracle. Um, and I don't take for granted where I was and where I am now. And there's no reason to hide most. I always ask everyone that comes on, tell me a little bit about yourself. Cause most, <laughs> I don't know really anyone that gets in this work and it's like, well, actually, I, I I think I've had one person come on the podcast. That's like, my life's just so good. I want to share it. I'm like, come on, girl. You know, <laughs> because everyone like goes to their own dark night of the soul and is like, I got to surrender. I got to find spirituality. You use this spiritual awakening. And now, yeah. you know, I literally consider everything just to be spiritual. Either it's happening within for me and it's like a warfare, a spiritual experience happening to help me grow or show me how far I've come. Right. It's just a test for me to show the universe. The universe is just mirroring back to me what's happening in my head so I can be really clear with it. And it's very interesting. I shared on um, a couple podcasts ago that I ended the relationship that I was in, um, the, the very, very abusive relationship. And I did a lot of work to heal in therapy. But since then, everyone that I've dated has had some kind of similar qualities and I haven't really been able to fully trust. I'm like, wow, even yeah. though on a conscious level, I think I trust men on a subconscious level. I do not trust men because this is what I'm pulling in. Yeah. And I refuse to let my brain tell the story of you can't trust men because the fact of the matter is I have several men in my life, not on a romantic sense, my dad, my cousins, um, my gay best friend. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if you're listening, how you doing? <laughs> That's what we always say to each other. We always say, how you doing to each other? It's the best. He's the best. Um, I have several men in my life that are amazing, amazing, amazing men. And I have a lot of evidence that I can trust men. And so I will not allow myself to tell this story. With that said, I am taking the cues from the universe and now I'm not dating anyone at all. Someone messaged me the other week that we talked here and there and could be potential romantic interest. And I was like, Hey, nice to talk. I'm not, I'm taking some time to my, myself, maybe an, an, at an, an, another time. Cause I'm really like, no matter who comes along right now, I'm taking a couple months and I'm just going to dive deeper into my self, my subconscious mind, et cetera, you know, cause it is me pushed out. Yeah. And how interesting, you know, when we put that focus on ourselves, that there are then people really reaching in because 
they can feel that they can feel you know I was saying to a customer earlier there are no private thoughts so this is why we don't need to take anything personally because it is it's just all feedback it's all and and don't get me wrong like I completely validate your experience of what you went through and it's by no means saying that anybody deserves anything bad to happen to them um but you speak to most people who've been through these experiences. My relationship with the boy's dad was very toxic. It wasn't abusive, but it was as in physically abusive, but it was mentally and emotionally abusive. Sure. But I didn't actually expect anything more. Yeah. And so, you know, again, I've actually really learned to forgive him. And and actually, even over the last couple of months, my um, spiritual journey has come so far that I've really been trying to see him through the eyes of unconditional love. Yeah. He has been so different. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so interesting when you understand the law of assumption and you see a lot of people that I work with, a lot of my clients, they get the law of of assumption. Like, I understand it, but it's not showing up in my 3D. I'm like, because you need to go deeper in the 5D, which is what I'm currently doing. In in my 3D, I I think I trust men. I'm like, yeah, like I... (laughs) I know I'm worthy of love. I I know I'm a catch. Like I know I'm attractive, whatnot. But if I'm still calling in people that are emotionally unavailable, it's because I'm still emotionally unavailable. This is a reflection of me. And I, it's interesting. Like I, I talk to people on a daily basis. We need to sink deeper and deeper into this work within there's nothing wrong with that, but we are all creating our reality based on our subconscious mind. Yeah, it's literally like a projection, isn't it? It's like if you were to take a little projector from your mind into the 3D world, that that is exactly what our our world is to some degree or another. Um, and it is is exactly that. I mean, most things come down to a place of safety. And exactly like you say, it, we don't always realize it on a conscious level that we're feeling unsafe, whether that be in relationships with money, even happiness, you know, um, everybody thinks they want to be happy. And again, on a very conscious level, we do. But if unhappiness is your comfort zone, actually, you you want to keep returning to unhappiness because it's where you feel safest. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, I know what I can expect. If I am happy, what if something goes wrong? And I know what I can expect to not be happy. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, an old client posted a story on Instagram the other day about something that happened around the world. I was just like scrolling through and she wrote like, I can't believe people are doing this. These are awful people. Shame on them. So something along those lines. And I, I couldn't help myself. I commented on it. I was like, no, not shame on them. Love for them. More yeah. shame is just going to perpetuate more shame. We need to love these people. They don't know love. They're in fear. You know, mm-hmm. if we're looking at the emotions, love and fear are the two main emotions. Shame, guilt, regret. It's all fear. And yeah. when we're drawing in, when we're so attached to our past experiences, that's all we can draw draw in. Yeah. And, you know, if you look back at, the, you know, even spiritual people from the past, even looking at the Beatles, which was a, you know, a massive band, 
they spoke about love not war and what do most people focus on the the fact that there is war going on rather than seeing things through the eyes of love yeah and I think it was Marianne Williamson who said, um, love brings up anything unlike itself for the purposes yes. of only. And I love that quote. It just, it resonates. It it brings so much kind of freedom to our lives. It really does. It really does. Because, you know, so many people, we think that we've come on the other side of so much that's gone on in our lives. And then we get in a relationship and all this anxiety comes up and whatnot, and that's love bringing up anything unlike itself. That's the quote exactly. And yeah. it's important to, again, just take radical responsibility and radical ownership that you are pulling in your world. So if you're doing everything to make cash, right? And the money is not showing up, you need to go deeper in why you don't want to make money you just do you know what I mean and I know a lot of people listen to this are like this makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> I do want to make money I am making money but if on a subconscious level you're so attached to times in the past that haven't worked out that's all you can call in yeah and it's it's connecting to that I amness I mean um I haven't actually done lots of what you would call shadow work. Instead, I've used the power of my imagination, the power of my unconscious mind to implant those seeds that actually, you know, money is safe for me, relationships are safe for me. Um, so there, there are very, there are different ways of being able to do this. And what I would say to anybody listening is our imagination really is like a superpower. And if you use it in the right way, um, you can convince yourself that these things have happened. And once again, it's you're living those experiences. So if you live those experiences enough, they become safe, they become normal. And that's when you see them coming into the 3D reality. You know, I also talk to people about trying too hard. Some people are trying so hard to manifest things. And I'm like, you know, the, the phone that you're holding in your hand right now, you're not saying, I have my phone, I have my phone, I have my phone, because it's a knowing. Yeah, exactly. And we take so much for granted. So many, I have literally written on my refrigerator and my mirror in my bathroom. Today, I'm living a life that I once dreamed about. Because if I don't yeah. take a minute every day, I forget <laughs> that. Yeah. And absolutely, like, we forget to look at how far we've come, don't we? And, like, it's something that we can always go deeper. We can always go deeper. We can always think deeper. You're never like, oh, I'm completely grateful. You can do gratitude every day for the next 10, 10 years. And mm -hmm. you can you reach, like, the threshold. And it, you just go deeper and go deeper. So for the listeners that aren't really familiar with the hypnotherapy side more than the sh shadow work side. I do more sh shadow work on my end. What's a, what's a tip or something to get the belief in their subconscious? So one of the things Neville Goddard talked a lot about is SATs, which is state akin to sleep. So this is like a self hypnosis, if you like. Um, so every night when you're going to sleep, you would visualize the same, um, picture or image movie of what yourself in the wish fulfilled so yeah. how would you know that you had accomplished your dream your manifestation whatever it is that you're manifesting 
um how would you know that 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 had happened and that's what you visualize and you do it again and again and again until it feels like that is the reality um I've had times where I've woken up and actually been shocked that I'm not in that place because it's not quite yet in my 3D world but in my inner world it's absolutely happened so I'm almost like confused between this you know (laughs) when I wake up that it's not here yet but we don't want to put our focus on the fact that it's not here yet we just remember that we just keep returning to that state that inner world um, and eventually it will get pushed out and when I say eventually it doesn't need to take a long time you know I've had lots of instant manifestations really fun um, things that have happened and other things that have taken a little while but if we're living in the state of the wish fulfilled we're not waiting for it and wondering why it's not here yet and feeling that state of lack absolutely absolutely I love this thank you so much Kevin I love this conversation with you where can the listeners find you yeah so on Facebook I am Caroline Smith McLean hypnotherapy or my website is www.carolinesmithmcleanhypnotherapy.com Awesome. And if you don't follow me yet, I'm at Colleen Falto on Instagram, Colleen Falto on Facebook. There's a link tree where you can go and download some freebies, schedule a free 30 minute call. would love to chat more with you on all things, energy healing, love assumption, just wherever you're at today, whatever's coming up from this, this pod, if you're still listening, if you could like rate review this podcast, share it with a friend that will be so appreciated. Caroline, thank you again so much for your time today. Thank you.